Hello everyone and welcome to the very first edition of Kick It to Scoop. Second edition of Kick It to Scoops. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special edition of Kick It to Scoops. I'm your host, Cooper Gretsch. Cooper Gretsch here. I'm your host, Cooper Gretsch. The very largest of you guys, babe. Big game. Not good enough. My team of the week. Tell me a bit about yourself. Just fill me in quickly. Who is the egg, no worries, thanks for having us, Cooper. Appreciate it. Best time in four goals and over 28 disposals. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kick It to Scoops. I'm your host, Cooper Gretsch, the sole admin of AFL information, trade rumours. And results, we've got a very, 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 I'm playing very a lot because I do mean it. There's a lot to talk or talk about, a very, very lot to talk about. Did I say it already? It's a, very, it's a lot to talk about. Just remember that. Anyway, we've got the world-famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang, a long edition of Scoops Goes Bang, plenty of topics to rant on about. Uh, review round 22. Preview round 23, the final round of the home and away season. Supercoach talk. Going to reveal my team of the week. Um, I'm going to make some announcements too about the Scoops medal and rolling or my All-Australian team, which has been my rolling All-Australian team. Um, and yeah, and some, if there's any topics to talk about that I don't mention, I'll mention them as well if I have time. Now, let's start off with this. You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. You want me to roast a friend? Um, you want me to wish someone a happy birthday? Uh, anything at all. As long as it's respectful, and I will complete your request. Um, yes, in merch, there's plenty of t-shirts. There's over six t-shirts to select from. So go and pick yours today. Get yours today. There's a Lift Your Game t-shirt with my photo on it, without my photo on it. Um... Scoop this being your block t-shirt, the original Kick It to Scoops top as well. Uh, the Acknowledge Me top, the Supercoach number one top. Remember, I was num- ranked number one in Supercoach in round five. 2,557 I had scored. You're welcome. Um, and there's some other t-shirts. There's stickers, stubby holders, and hats as well. There's under three hats remaining. And same with the stickers and the stubby holders remaining in the t-shirts. So, now, before I get into that world-famous thing, since we a long segment... The big news of today, now I'm recording this in the early afternoon, so I'm knowing the way this this happens, it could be happening later today, Um, but Ben Rutten, the Essendon coach, is reportedly being sacked, according to Neil Mitchell, uh, TJ's uh, ex-man, so take that for granted of salt, but it must have some links, because Damien Barrett from AFL.com.au, the good old Damo, saying that Essen are having an extensive board meeting again today. Paul Brasher, the president, is going. Um, and Ben Runton will be gone. And I will elaborate on that game in the review section. And even in Scoops Goes Bang. And you'll know why. Now, let's start off with that world-famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang! Oh, there's a lot of things I could bang on about. We could talk about how um, the eight may be set, may or may not be set. Is it down to nine? Is it down to ten? 
We'll get to that during the review section. But, uh, Brett Ratton. And people say, oh, Scoops, you're bringing up Ratton again. But I've also got people telling me that I never bagged St Kilda or never criticised him. Well, if you watch the podcast and you followed my Facebook post, you would know that I do. So for people that say, I don't criticise St Kilda, I'm more lovey-dovey with them and uh, suck up to them. I don't. Brett Ratton. Now, Kane Corns has been a constant um, complainer of Ratton in terms of the Max King with Mandy Lowe, because he's good mates with Lord. He works with him. Now, him on the footy show, he also mentioned, and also with Brett Ratton's presser, it was asked, not by Kane, but by someone else, if uh, they need to take that external help outside of St Kilda, referring to Lloyd or Jason Dunst or whoever. Brett Ratton said no. Max King has no flaws in his game, and it's only minor, if anything, Basically saying he doesn't need the help. Max King clearly thinks he needs the help with the goal kicking because um, he asked for it last year. He asked Manny Lloyd last year. St Kilda told him no. That is factually correct. St Kilda can deny it all they want. Matthew Lloyd asked, offered to help King when King asked him. Wasn't that around? Lloyd didn't go to King. King came to Lloyd last year. St Kilda denied it. I, didn't, I don't like it. If he wanted help from someone else, clearly they did. Need to do it. But St Kilda, Petty, and I uh, think they're all their higher-ups are doing the great job. Joe Ruffhead in that, David Rath, and people in that position. Clearly, it's not working with Ruffhead. Now, I have a few things to say about Ruffhead. Now, he's got a few roles. So, in terms of this goal-kicking role, Ruffhead needs to be removed from that category. Absolutely needs to be removed. Um, I don't see what he's done to help King at all. And for some of that, it goes to every St Kilda game. Now, yes, you can say they do it during training and during the week, but we don't see it. Sure. But during the games, when the pre-game warm-ups and things like that, um, I was watching Ruffhead and Cope. Not one person, including Ruffhead, is meant to be helping in that role, did anything to help King or give chats with King and everything like that. King was just going to buy his business. Ruffhead was just gas-bagging away with uh, Ben um, Ben McLean, um, with um, some of the other assistants or with just staff members. Wasn't helping, and that's not the only week I've seen him do that. Um, needs to go, Ruffy. Needs to go from that position. You've got a few other roles. You can stick to the list management role, because this role is not working. Rats needs Ruffhead out of that role. Need to employ someone else to help King. Whether employed at the club or not it's completely different. But need to accept the help. If Lloyd's offered to help, and now he's pointed out that he will help, take it. King wants it. So think you're stopping petty thinking... Oh, we're doing a great job. You're not doing a great job. You're doing a shit job. Because King's uh, goal-kicking accuracy this year is about 50%. And some of the other key forwards, and King's in the top 10 in the Coleman, was in the top three for most of the year. Is dribbled away out of there. Um, where you got people in there, Hawkins, Cameron, Lynch, Charlie Cameron, all 60-plus percent. And Max King's just over 50%. Needs to be fixed. King is wanting it to be fixed. And Secura are refusing it. Pathetic rats. Stop being petty. Ruffhead and co. Stop being Ben left lean. Anyone that's making a decision to that denied King that opportunity. Lift your game. Pathetic. Absolutely atrocious. Now the St. Kilda theme does not stop. Um, I'm just looking through here. <laughs> um, there we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. An overall change is about what needs to be done. 
there needs to be complete overhaul. After the loss against Brisbane, um, it's almost pretty much ruled out our final chances. There's a mathematical chance. The difference, I've done the maths, it is 142 points difference between Secure and Carlton's percentage. We need Carlton to lose, uh, yeah, Carlton to lose, and us to win and Bulldogs to lose. Richmond are now locked in the eight. Carlton and St Kilda. The losing margin for Carlton needs to be around 142 points. Need to say that's unrealistic. Yeah, it may be. But St Kilda, hypothetically, if they won by, well, St Kilda plays second. So if Carlton lost by 140 points, St Kilda would need to win by three points to get over that 142 mark. Simple as that. That's how it would have to be. Now, it's unlikely, but it's mathematically possible. But regardless, if that does happen or not, the one result, a one week of results, does not change what needs to be done at Secure. There's about 12 players so far out of contract. There's players that are getting spots in the team that shouldn't be getting spots in the team. There's players that are not getting in the team that should be in the team. Brett Ratton, I've been saying this for a while. When you got the two-year extension, why did you rush? Clarko is right there. And he still is right there. There's been reports of RGWS, oh, North Melbourne, now Essendon. It's just, it's not locked in. They may say it's locked in, but if it was locked in, it'd be announced already. Or reported that it's announced already, that it's locked in already. Not just speculation that it's going to be. They would say it is. Why they keep ratting? Brent, ben McGlynn's a midfield coach. He's gone. He's leaving at, supposedly out of his own choice, whether you believe it or not, it's one thing. They need to get Lenny Hayes or someone like that in that role from GWS. Um, they need to do something else. They need to change it up. Brendan Lade and Co. Maybe you could say I oh, need most of them assistance out. Um, maybe he needs to go too. Maybe he needs to go too. So does Brett Radden for that matter. There needs to be overall change so, I'm on the left lane. Um, Got to make some hard calls. The uh, president, Nathan Bassett, is not too pleased, and neither should he. I'm glad he's pissed off, and he should be helping change the team around. Um, and it, they need to get John DeGoey. I don't care what people say. Carl uh, Amon, same boat. They're both free agents. They get a target free agents, so they're the two main ones they can get. Now, I didn't mention a while ago. I think I mentioned this on the podcast, I think, last week. Uh, Tom Barras, I know he's, at, he's in contract. That's the top place in Kilda. Need of Howard. Wilkie in battle and Highmore are not key position defenders. They're third intercept defenders. Third tall intercept defenders. So they need taller. Howard's not the only. Darrell Joyce has done an option. He should be cut at depth at worst. Depth, depth, not even the next option, which he currently is at the moment if Howard was out. So they, then it needs to go. Uh, ben Long's out of contract. Get rid of him. Get rid of the people that are no good. Uh, Dean Kent will be gone. Um, but it just—it's not just that. They're gonna have to make a hard call, I think, with a trade as well. Because at the moment they're gonna have pick nine as it stands. Uh, it'll probably be pushed back when Will Ashcroft gets farthest on the line. So they'll probably be pick ten. So that may not be enough. Uh, if you could bring in. Although, in saying that, if you could bring in Dugowie, Amon, and a pick 10, that could be things to help. There's been talk about training Drake Billings. Oh, I don't think that's the right call. I think it's better off just keeping JB. People floated Gresham yesterday on TV. I just laughed at that again. You can't be serious. I think it was Joey Montano. You can't 
be serious, can you? Seriously. One of the most X-Factor players, the best X-Factor player we got in uh, Gresh, and you want to get rid of him? Unbelievable. Um, yeah, things need to be changed. And if we don't make finals, which is looking likely, unfortunately, uh, all hell is going to break loose. So that needs to be change. Change is needed. And it starts at the top. Brett Radden, I don't care what people say, I don't care. He got a two-year extension. He should be out. Now, the final thing about St. Kilda mentioned in this round thing is the uh, Brad Crouch copping a week. How pathetic could it be? Seriously, how does he get a week for that? Bump on Darcy Garner. Number one, Darcy Garner was not concussed. Normally, off the trend they go, if you matter the act, if you don't get concussed, you let off scot-free. So why did he get a week? And Cripps got two, and it was taken down to none from the appeals board. Oh, that's right. Cripps is a Brownlow favourite. He's a favourite of the AFL. We're going to make sure he gets let off. Crouchy. No, 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 no. He's St Kilda. No, 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 no. He's not a Brownlow favourite, according to some. So, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter about him. Absolutely ridiculous. As of this recording, St Kilda still hasn't appealed it. And it doesn't, mean, doesn't look like they are. Show some balls for once, St Kilda, and can appeal it. People say, oh, was it the loser who just played, missed him in the last round? It's nothing to do with that. Show some balls, one. Stop being sooks. Stop being precious about your 10K. I don't care about the debt thing. Show some balls that you will not accept the shit the AFL Tribunal Michael Christian has given you and appeal it. Just show the Crips incident and say, oh, well, that's enough. That should be enough. I know it won't be, but it should be. Appeal it. Get it off. Because that. One week ban was absolutely bullshit. Get rid of it. Appeal it. Don't be weak as piss. Cam Rayner. The over celebration. Now people go, oh my god, you cannot be serious. Rayner shushed the crowd after he kicked the sealer. Um, look. It's not the worst thing. But... I don't like it. Because, now people are going to say, oh, you, you just don't like it because he did it against St Kilda. Well, Bon and Pally did it too. Coincidentally against St Kilda, but um, he did it. I didn't like it then. And people say, I don't like Bon and Pally. Well, that just shows that I don't because now I'm calling out Cam Rayner for doing it. You, just relax, Cam. You kicked three last quarter goals. Great. You played on Ben Long, who's a hack. So I wouldn't be over-celebrating. You did it on a great player. That's completely different. But you did it on Ben Long. Who, by the way, is proving to me that he should have been dropped. I've been saying for weeks he shouldn't be in the team. So I, that, that, that stance doesn't change. This further proves my stance on Ben Long. And he should be dropped and delisted. Not just because of that one game and just in general. But a year left to go. Um, while I was at the game, pre-game I was talking to some of the players. Um, and I overheard Ben Long speaking to someone near me. And they said, are you getting a new deal? His words were, hopefully, hopefully. Someone said to him, you should get a four-year deal. And I had to try and hold the laughter in while he was near me. Four years for him, seriously. And then he said to that person, you should be my manager. Absolutely, because even he knows he's not worth four years. Um, anyway, so you're not sidetracked. Cam Rayner, just tone it down, mate. Tone it down. Doing it in the final... Completely different. Just relax, Cam. Lift your game, mate. 
Now, now this Essendon topic, people are going to go to me up. Oh, why are you bagging Essendon for? Secure to beat, lost to them. So well, that's completely irrelevant to what I'm going to talk about. It was light work. Now, Jack Inovan used the phrase light work in round one. Well, Poitelaide could call it light work against the Bombers yesterday when they had a massive 80-odd point win. Um, it was a train wreck for the Bombers. They're probably costing Brett Rat- uh, Brett Ratton, I wish. Ben Rutten, his coaching career at the Bombers. Now, while I'm recording this, he's not officially sacked. The meeting may lead to him being sacked, sure. But regardless, if this doesn't mean he's sacked, it's definitely, this is probably the nail in the coffin. Well, this may have been just the sole reason because there's no real talk of him getting sacked recently. So it kind of died away when they beat the Saints and the Swans and the, the VFL Lions, who had 12 out that week. Then they lost to GWS pretty poorly. Um, then they lost to Port by 80-odd points. That last quarter, just watch that last quarter alone, and you'll see that is the worst quarter a team has performed all year. Now, yes, they kicked three goals, Port kicked nine. All of Port's goals was like a training drill. The commentary didn't like it. The fans, you could hear over through the effects mic, saying this is pathetic. Uh, kudos to the people that stayed. I would have stayed regardless because that's what I do. I'm not disliked. I don't, I don't only stay when they're going well. I'll stay through the thick and the thin. I'll go through the best and the lows. I'll stay for the whole lot, no matter what uh, shows up. So congratulations to those Bomber fans that stayed. To the ones that walked away, you should be ashamed of yourself. Now, seriously, though, that could... Jeremy Finlayson destroyed the power. Uh, sorry, sorry, he plays for the power. You fool. Destroy the Bombers. Essendon. Waltz, two goals, 25 possessions, clearly best on ground. Now, he was a ruckman again. Poilates didn't do very well, too. Finlayson and Charlie Dixon is their two rucks compared to a life set, Brian Teagle or Sam Hayes. So leave your thoughts down below, Port fans or fans down below. What do you think of the combo of Finlayson and Dixon? Because it seems to work. Maybe not through the hitouts, but their results and the way they play seems to go better for them. So kudos to them. But that was a train wreck. Jeremy Finlayson's first two goal assists was like chip, chip. Kick over the top, kick over the top. Ham or sideways kicks. All moving, all going through the middle with ease. Going through the wings with ease. Going forward with ease. They had loose men everywhere. Now, the damning footage, which I watched during the game live, was during that one of those nine goals for the power, or multiple times. This one in particular was Poilate had the ball about 60 out from Essendon's goal. It just overlapped, kick, kick, over to kick. Um, and then you've seen about four to five Bombers players just standing in the middle of the ground, almost literally standing. They were walking or jog, semi-jogging in the middle of the ground. No one near them. They were actually all near each other. Is that Ben Rutten's fault? No, it's not. But he's gonna, he's the one clearly copying it now, and if he's not officially sacked, he will be more than likely sounding like. So it's a mess. It's an embarrassment, and... Jeremy Finlayson was so good yesterday, you would think he's a Brownlow medalist. That's how great they made Finlayson look. Finlayson's been great this year for the power when he's been in the ruck, coincidentally. I like Finlayson. He had a great game, and he's, I'm just going to say now, he's in my team of the week, clearly. Um, he was awesome. Um, they made him look like one of the best players of all time. They were embarrassing, and they were putrid. They were a joke. Um, 
the whole team should be embarrassed themselves. If Brett Rat, uh, fucking says it again. If Ben Rutten gets sacked, that that is on the players, not on the coach. The coach has some blame, sure, but for this particular game, this particular quarter, that is on the players. That was absolutely the worst quarter of football in season 2022. People can say about North and West Coast. No. That was the worst quarter by a team this season. Hawthorne's performance against Richmond in the third quarter was really bad this week. I'll get to that in the preview, uh, review of that game. But that quarter with Essendon and Port was worse because Poilade looked like they were in a training match, in match sim against each other. Just training drills, cone to cone. Absolutely embarrassing. Essendon players, you should be ashamed of yourself. Lift your game. Right. I hope you guys enjoy that long, lansive, extensive edition of the world-famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang. Now, also too, Josh Kennedy from the Swans did announce his retirement at the end of the season. So we wish JPK, or the best officer reader, JK from the Eagles retire after kicking eight. Uh, the Kennedys are retiring in the year. No Jay Kennedys anymore in the AFL after this season. Um, yeah, you're going to see a lot of retirement during the week. Again, there's been some others as well. Um, and will Dan Hanbury retire? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, it's an interesting one, but um, yes, we'll have to wait and see. Now, what are we going to go through next, guys? We're going to go... Uh, we're going to review round... Actually, no, 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 I'm not. No, before I do that, the Scoops Medal, guys. I've been teasing it for weeks. Now, the Scoops Medal will be next Tuesday night at 7 p.m. The podcast, the original podcast, this podcast, Key at the Scoops, we are next Monday night at 7 p.m. as per usual. But a Scoops Medal, solely about the Scoops Medal, will be on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. I'm pretty sure it's from around... 15, 16 onwards. So we're going to go through the Brownlow. My Scoops Medal votes for round 15 onwards. Um, in a long edition of the Scoops Medal. It, the race for the Scoops Medal is heating up. It's anyone's game, anyone's medal to win. Uh, I'm not giving it away because you technically don't know the votes in the last eight weeks or so. So, yeah, I'm not giving it away. I'm not giving you contenders. Um, you can make that assumption yourself. Um... But it's going to be very good. I'm going to try and make it one of the best episodes I can make it. I'm still in the works to... Um, how do I put it without saying it? Um, yeah, trying to get it fully organised. Um, if it's not going to be how Plan A wants it, unlike St Kilda and Brett Rutten, I've got a Plan B. So don't you worry. It's going to be a great episode of The Scoops. I hope you can all tune in next Tuesday night at 7pm. Now, my All-Australian team will be revealed on this Kick It to Scoops episode on the Monday night at 7pm. So next Monday night at 7pm, my All-Australian team, Scoops is All-Australian team for 2022, will be revealed. Uh, we want to look forward to. Uh, now, also during the week, just gone, I've posted on, I think it was Thursday night, my under-22, best 22 team. I had, captain was Andy Brayshaw, vice-captain Hayden Young. Uh, I had Max King at full forward, Aaron Norton, Darcy Fogarty was on the bench, Tom Ed, Sam DeConing, Tom McCartan, Keaton Coleman, Nick Dacos. I'm just reading this off the top of my head. 
which I don't have the list in front of me, but some of the names I had. Hey, Caleb Sarong, Bailey Smith, Jai Newcomb. Um, yeah, it was a good side to pick. I didn't really, really pick either Luke Jackson or Noel Bolter, but I had to pick one for the ruck spot. So it was uh, Luke Jackson on the wings. It was Anderson, Noah Anderson and Justin McInerney. Um, yeah, I've almost gone through the whole side. But, um, yeah, that's what I had. Um, so you can also do that on the AFL Players Association page. I'm pretty sure it's on. So go and check that out. Or just check the post where I made about it, and you can check it out there and how to do it. Um, yeah, so now let's go review round 23. Oh, round 22. Beg your pardon. Jump in the gun again, Scoops. Round 22. All the Bowie back on Friday night. It was St Kilda 66, Brisbane 81. The season, the Saints, is pretty much done. Pretty much done. Not officially done. Mathematically, still a chance. It's at 142 points difference between us and Carlton. Had the chance. Hit the front of the third quarter after being 20-odd points down. Go watch my match day vlog if you didn't see it too. By the way, it's on the channel already. Subscribe to the channel. Want to aim for 20 likes too. 15-point loss to the Lions. Easily could have won. Came from behind in the third quarter. Hit the front. Mason Wood kicked four. He was awesome. Uh, Cam Rana kicked four and was the difference in the end for the Lions. Was a match winner for them. Lockie Neal was well held. The 16 disposals by Marcus Winhanger. Jack still only had 13 and 7 tackles. Was pretty sure he was tagged by Jackson Pryor. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that if he was tagged fully. But he had a quiet one still. The skipper. Timmy Memory was good. He kicked three. Uh, Seb Ross was good. Brad Crouch was pretty good uh, for the Lions. Um, I feel like Eric Hipwood had a pretty solid game as well. Um, also, Jimmy Webster went off, subbed off early. Jer Charlie Cameron wasn't great, so Ben Patton, after Webster got off, was on him and did the right job. Did Pato. Um, Brisbane by 15 points. Ben Long needs to be dropped, as I said. Uh, the Lions, the ladder is heating up to the seven spots are locked in. Richmond are now a locked-in team. Carlton are now somehow not a locked-in team. Down at Carlton and Bulldogs. We'll get to that soon, I think. Um, but yeah, the Lions win. And that had the last roar at the Gabba. At the at Marvel. At Marvel. Disappointing for my Saints. Uh, Saturday. Um, the Bulldogs and the Giants. It wasn't a great game at Marvel. Bulldogs were 5 points. 62 to 57. A lot of great plays for the Giants. Callum Ward. Lockie Whitfield, Harry Himmelberg, uh, Jesse Hogan. Um, I'm missing a few because it was a lot. Cornelio. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of great performances for the Giants. The Bulldogs, not really, to be honest. Uh, they just got the win in the end, but even contributed performance. The Giants should have won that, though, for being realistic. The Bulldogs get their finals chances alive. And uh, shout-out to our, my mate Bev, who I'm sure will be watching, as he does most weeks. Uh, yes, you can be barking still, Bev. The chance is still there, and it's a good chance too now. Oh, boy. Imagine if they make the finals how Bev's going to react. Can't wait to see Bev. Either way, if they make it or not. Adelaide, North Melbourne. Ben Cunnington's return game for me. If I played in the VFL last week, come back from cancer. Two times he's had it, I think. Um, it's great to see Cunners back. An okay game, nothing special, but it was just the main thing was great to see him back. Uh, yeah, great. I don't to see Cunners back. Luke Davis Uniac was awesome. Jordan Dawson for the Crows was. Uh, Rory Laird was okay. He wasn't his best. Texas, good. Darcy Fogarty was good. Um, yeah, Jordan Dawson, as I said. So, yeah. It was an even game for three quarters, basically. And the Crows just got on top of the last. So, got under North for staying in there. Um, yeah. Gold Coast, 
who were not in the game at all against Geelong, unfortunately. Geelong by 60 points, 59 Gold Coast, 119 Geelong and Metricon. Disappointed for the Suns. Their VFL was going to more than likely play finals. They had a thrill against one of the high-ranked VFL sides in Southport. Um, so they're probably going to focus on that. They play North this week. But in terms of this game against Geelong, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Toy Miller did all right at 36. Brandon Ellis done all right. Um, but not many great contributors. Witsy done okay in the ruck. Uh, Geelong, it was Blick Sars. It was um, Parfit done okay as well. I'm just trying to think. Uh, Blick Sars, Jeremy Cameron. Did well as kick three and had 20 odd possessions, I think. So, yeah, another good game from Geelong. Uh, Carlton, Melbourne. Gee, Carlton. Uh, they, they, they're trying to knock themselves out of the finals, it looks like. Melbourne 79 defeated by Carlton 74. Melbourne by five points. Look, I think Carlton went the better side, and I think that's what people should come to say. But they blew it again. Cosy Pickett got lucky. He did it. Cosy Pickett kicked the last goal. Cos he can. <laughs> that's my line that I posted with. Um, I was on fire with the, the um, match summaries this week, according to some people, so I appreciate that. Uh, especially this one and another game we can get to shortly. I'm going to mention the other one, the reference, because some people clearly don't get it. Don't know how. One of the most iconic moments in uh, sports history. Uh, Melbourne, yeah, they won by five points. But I think Carlton were the better side. And they just got lucky because Cosy picked it. Cosy Pickett kicked a late goal after he picked it up. And he did it because he can. Now, the next games to go through, also on Saturday night, was the Derby. And potentially David Mundy's last game in Perth, depending on where they finished in the ladder. Uh, 71 defeated the Eagles, 47, free over 25, 24 points. Uh, look, we're, again, this is similar to Adelaide North. Westers are in it for a little bit, and Freo just jumped in front. Well, they were in front, but like got in control of the game in the last. So kudos to West Coast on a good performance there. Um, yeah, David Mundy, as I said, last game in Perth, potentially worth we'll wait and see. Sunday... Richmond and Hawthorne, all eyes were on this game to see if they would lock a spot in the eight or if they keep their spot up for grabs. They locked it in for dominant victory over the Hawks. 128 to Hawthorne, 67. Pissed off about the Hawks' performance, as you would expect. So would Bulldog supporters in a way. Richmond by 61 points. Tom Lynch kicked eight. Uh, Sicily kicked a goal in at 30. Played a bit more midfield. Should have been playing on Tom Lynch, not Ranger Barash. I don't care about the experience. We wanted Hawthorne to win. So I don't know why you're experimenting, experimenting, Sam. Should have kept Sicily on him. Uh, and he wouldn't have kicked A, that's for sure, if he did. Uh, ben McAvoy in his second-last career. Game got like the big boy McAvoy in his last game in Tassie against the Bulldogs. Uh, been a great player for the Saints. He was. Should never have been let go. Been a great player for the Hawks as well. Premiership playing now for the Hawthorne Footy Club. And was the captain this year. So, Kalani, your big boy. Plays 252 games and end up being. That's big boy, McAvoy. Hit the goal too late in the game. Uh, yeah, Richmond... On their merry way to finals, unfortunately. Sydney, Collingwood. Collingwood were 11-0. Now, the streak is over. Now, if people didn't get... And then I said the Swans went into beast mode. Now, people go, beast mode? What do you mean they went into beast mode? Well, clearly they had a dominant performance. So, technically, the beast mode reference was factually correct. But the beast mode comment and the streak is over... The 11-0, the photos of clearly what I put was a wrestling reference, yes. It was the Undertaker when he had a streak at WrestleMania. He had a streak, 21-0. Brock Lesnar, whose nickname is The Beast. 
went was the one that ended the Undertaker streak. So hence why I said the Swans ended. Swans went into beast mode, referring to them being the Brock Lesnar, Collingwood being the Undertaker, and the streak was over. That's hence the eleven and one streak. Undertaker's is just twenty one and one. I know better streak, but the streak for the Pies winning streak is over. Craig McCray would be disappointed, but at least they got the loss out of the way, so you can now focus on not worrying about having to keep winning and keep winning. Well, they still need to keep winning, obviously. Sort of the top four spot up for grabs with that ladder being so tied up at the top and at the bottom of the eight for that matter. With ninth and tenth still a chance. Mathematical chance. Uh, the prize Jordan DeGary was laid out. Craig McClay, Craig McRae did say in terms of DeGary for the rest of this season, if he was to be injured again, it'd be season over. So that's it that's a dis- disappointing thing to hear, actually, for the Pies fans. Um, and Jordan, because so they've been a bit conservative, and fair enough, too. Uh, they missed him, though. Uh, Taylor Adams didn't play as well. Uh, Jack Inovan was subject for hamstring injury. That treatment for the Swans was pretty poor, honestly. It been real. Um, but, yeah, he needs 150. That was good. Parker, Mills, Robottom, it was just a great performance on the Swans. Pies would be disappointed. Uh, Mason Cox, I mean, they're going to have to stick with him. Grundy's out for the year. Not much I can do. Obviously, when I spoke to Craig, they want to get Key Ford in. They're going to get Dan McStay in now. Obviously, Bobby Hill they're still interested in. They were last year. Spot reports saying he was only interested in Essendon. That's not correct. It was Collingwood too. Now it's looking like he'll go to Collingwood. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. He's going to request straight out GWS again, that's for sure. Bobby Hill is coming from cancer himself, who may play this week. Hopefully, for his sake, for the Giants against Frio. Um, but, yeah, for the Pies, disappointing. They lost their first loss in 12 games. Yes, 12 games. And the final game we go through, we mentioned this briefly already. Uh, S in the 62 to smash by the power 146, 84 points. Embarrassing for the Bombers. Ben runs, with, as I said earlier, is going to be the one to suffer for it. Should be the, on the onus of the play. Dotson Neville will he get another contract now with the new coach. He may not, or he may. Be interesting on Dotson Neville. That drama with the skipper, whether he gets a contract extension or not, continues. Wines, Houston, Rosie, Butters, Finlayson, Dixon. Just to name a few, were awesome. For the power. And they had a great training session yesterday at Marvel's Stadium. Now. I'm going to go through, guys. Now, my AFL. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> my round 22 AFL team of the week. Now, we've got one more week of these team of the weeks to do. But we're going to go through the team right now. From the back line, we have the pockets, Nick Haynes and Brandon Ellis. Full back, Lewis Young. Half back line, flank is Lockie Whitfield and Jordan Dawson. Centre half back, Harry Himmelberg. Wing is Josh Kelly and Mason Wood. Centerman, Luke Davies Juniaki. Half forward line, Jeremy Cameron and Mark Blixarves. Centre half forward, Jeremy Finlayson, Ford Pocket, Sam Powell Pepper, and Darcy Fogarty. Full forward, Tom Lynch, Ruckman, Sean Darcy, Rovers, Jai Simkin, and Angus Brayshaw. Interchange, Marcus Widhanger, Cam Rayner, Callum Ward, and Zach Butters. It emerges a long emergency list this week. Ollie Wines, Seb Ross, Dion Prestia, Toy Miller, Jesse Hogan, Cam Guthrie, Patrick Cripps, Blake Akers, James Sicily, and Tom Mitchell. Now, reasons. Uh, Lewis Young, credit, I should have mentioned it in the Carlton game, he had 25, 25, 1%. Is that has got to be a record. See, some games, some players get huge numbers like 14. 
25.1% is for Lewis Young. It's a credit to him, and I uh, thought it should be recognised. Uh, all these choices were self-explanatory. Wood plays as a wing and kicked four in the 16 possessions to the spot. Now, people can tell me, oh, that four line's tall with Blixars, Cameron, Fogarty, Lynch, and Finlayson. Finlayson, you'll say the play to Ruck. Yes, he did, but I didn't want to put him on the bench. He was so good, he had to be on the ground. But Sean Darcy destroyed Nick Natanui, so he had to be in the team as well. He had 57 hitouts against Nick Nat. 57 hitouts. Well, wait. Destroy Nick Nat, who had bugger all compared to Darcy at least. Uh, the four lines tall before he kicked four. Lynch kicked eight. Blixars was strong as well. Finlayson, as I said, what he did, two and 26. Cameron, Jeremy Cameron, three, three and 21. He had to be in there. And his pressure at 30. He had a lot of clearances too, so he had to be in there. Simkin, likewise, with 30 in a goal. And a lot of clearances. Winhager tagged, Lockie Neal deserved a spot. Cameron kicked four was the difference. Cal Ward, goal in 29 was really good. About five clearances. Butters was probably the, I was, well, was going to say their best player they had. Tell you what, when I do the votes, when I read it in round 22 votes next week uh, in the Scoops medal, it's going to be, someone's, there's about six names I could put that I can't have in, so they're going to be stiff. Uh, and the emergency is the whole list. You can put them in, in their positions, but the ones I got on field, I have ahead. Ollie Wines was probably the next choice, generally, who I was going to pick. So leave your thoughts down below. Now, now the next agenda item we're going to go through is my super coach talk i scored 2186 the top 15 percent dropped two percent not happy with that no trade still um so this is my team from the back same as last week essentially uh but i'm gonna read it anyway for the people on spotify and apple podcast subscribe on those platforms if you haven't already or follow whatever you want to call it Instagram, AFL Info Live, Facebook, AFL Information, Trade Rumors and Results. From the back line, Jack Sinclair, Luke Ryan, James Sicily, Hayden Young, Jane Short and Jack Chris Bench, Chase Bergwijn, Sam Skinner. Midfielders, Captain Rory Laird at the moment. Uh, Vice-Captain will end up being Toy Miller. Clayton Oliver, Lockie Neal, Callum Mills, Angus Brayshaw, uh, Andy Brayshaw, not Angus, Andy Brayshaw. Jack McRae, Ben Keyes, Bench Mitchell, and Cooper Hamilton, James Cheaters. Ruckman, Todd Goals and Riley Bryan, two ball Ruckman at the moment. Brian Tickle Bench. Forward, Steve Cornelio, Isaac Heaney, Tim English, Gun Port, Adam Trelaw, Will Brody and Pat Lipinski plays the worst game of the season. And Bench tried Kelly in there long. Can't make any trades because I've got none. Um but yeah, um not happy with that not that result again this round, but yeah, gonna you know, the season is over, but I'm still putting in the effort, unlike some clubs are. 2186, top 15%. It's still a great ranking. Just not for my expectations. Now, we're going to preview round 23. Um, it's a big game. Big, big game. Friday night at the Gabba. This The winner will be in the top four, guarantee. The loser may be out. Uh, or could be top two, sorry. The winner. Um, or may not. We may, we'll see. Uh, Brisbane and Melbourne at the Gabba, 7.50pm Friday night at, Mar- at the... Right, I'll repeat that. Brisbane v Melbourne. Brisbane Lions versus Melbourne Football Club, 4th v 3rd, Gabba. 7.50 Victorian time Friday night at the Gabba. I'm going to the Brisbane Lions. Saturday night... Uh, Saturday, 1.45 at Marnica Oval. GWS hosting the Dockers. The Dockers should win easily. Uh, 210 at Marble Stadium, North Melbourne, Ocean, Gold Coast, and go for the Suns. 
Twilight Saturday, 4.35 at GMHBA Stadium. That, by the way, that North Gold Coast is 2.10 if, you, if you're going to watch that. 4.35, Victorian time at the GMHBA. Geelong hosting West Coast. Geelong win easily. 7.25, MCG. Essendon hosting the Richmond at, at the MC. Essendon v. Richmond, MCG. 7.25, Victorian time at the MCG on Saturday night. Richmond will win easily. And cement seventh spot. They can't go any higher. Um, Geelong are the minor premiers, unfortunately. So they'll keep that with a win or a loss. But they'll win against West Coast. And then I said Richmond will beat Essendon. 7.30, Victorian time at the Adelaide Oval. The the showdown. Power hosting the Crows. The Power will win easily. Or well, not, maybe not easily, but the Power will win. Now, the three big important games to is the eight. Hawthorne v. Western Bulldogs. Sunday, 1.10. At Utah Stadium in Tassie. Bev is going to this game. Uh, big game for his doggies. So they're going to be barking. Or they're going to be pouting. <laughs> it's funny. As soon as I said that, there's a dog barking yeah, outside. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, Bev. Uh, Hawks. Hawks. Come on, Hawks. Keeps and Kilda's mathematical chance alive. And come on, Collingwood. Win by 100 or so. St. Kilda win by 40-odd to make it that 142. And we're all sweet. <laughs> Unrealistic, possibly. Mathematically, a chance. Um, Hawthorne seemed to play all right, though, in Tassie. Um, yeah, but they disappointed me a big time against Richmond, so... But they play different in Hawthorne, but Bulldogs with a lot to play for. I'll tip the Bulldogs, but come on, Hawks! And does that mean Bulldogs make the eight? Bev would be happy if that's the case. Uh, Carlton Collingwood, 320 at the MCG, 8th v 5th. Carlton lose, and Bulldogs win, they're out. Bulldogs lose, then Carlton doesn't, don't have to win. Or do they if they lose by a certain margin and the Saints win by a certain margin? Anyway, we'll keep that faith there, boys and girls. We're going to keep the faith. Carlton, Collingwood, MCG. Collingwood want to bounce back. I'm going for the Pies in a close game there. So Carlton want to hope Bulldogs have... Now, the difference between percentage, by the way, I've added up for Carlton and Bulldogs, for people wanting to know, is 12 points. So hypothetically, if the Bulldogs were to win, they would have to... Well, it depends. Say they win by six points, we'll go with, okay? Six points. If Carlton would have to lose by over seven points, seven points or more to make it over the twelve, if it if they even itself out on percentage directly the same, it will go for who scored the most points for in the season. So that'll be very interesting. Interesting. So we we'll have to wait and see if that ends up being it like that. God only knows what happened. I'd be nervous if I was a fan of both these clubs right now. Um, I'm Tim Collingwood by about twenty points, which would mean Bulldogs can make it. If they just win, we'll wait and see. If that's if the margin go like that. So it could be a percentage thing for those two clubs. Final game of the home and away season. The Saints hosting the Swannies and Marvel Stadium 440 Vic time. Obviously going for my Saints. It's going to be tough. Swans are second. One of the cement second spot. Who's going to play on Buddy? Who's going to play on Sam Reed? Who's going to play on Chad Warner? Uh, Dane Rampey. Have to wait and see. Rampey will probably be on King. Have to wait and see. They will still to give up because they think they won't make it. Um, going for the Saints. Come on, Maxi King. Come on, mate. Sick it up the haters, mate. Um, going for the Saints, but it will be a tough one against the Swans. Now, my final thoughts, guys, is simply this. You want me on Cameo? Head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. You want me to roast a friend? Do me to tell them they suck a super coach? Footy, whatever, cricket, whatever at all. Send it through cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. If it's respectful, I'll do it. If it's not, then I won't, obviously. Uh, merch, there's a lot of t-shirt designs on there. Go and support me in the merch. Merch link is in the description of this video. 
uh, to t-shirts, stickers, whatever. There's all available. Go check the site for more information. I uh, would greatly appreciate, too, if I can get some more guests on. I'm trying every week for you guys to get guests on. Um, hopefully something can eventuate. Um, but, yeah, at the meantime, we haven't got any. I've been talking to some, though, still, don't you worry. Um, but nothing right right now. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can get some more guests. I am trying to get more guests on for you guys. That's my main aim every week. Well, I realistically want it every week, but it's not going to happen every week. So, whenever I can get it, I'll keep trying. Um, yeah. But thank you all for tuning in to Keep the Strips this week. Appreciate all the loyal supporters. So, just know that your support, the real supporters, the true supporters, the support does not go unnoticed. Until next week, everyone, on Monday night and Tuesday night for the Scripts Mill. Until then, have a great one. Next Monday night, 7 p.m. Then the following day, 7 p.m. Also, till then, have a great one, guys. The most important thing of all to remember is. Go to the Saints and, of course, acknowledge me, the one. Come on, Saints. Pies, please do us a favor. Win by 140. Saints win. Then we're in the eight. And Bulldogs lose, of course. Come on. Please. 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 Saints, Saints, Saints. March, March, March.